Hey guys, I'm Jamie. And I'm Kristen. Welcome to the Sweet and Spicy Podcast. We're so glad you're here. This is a place where we have sweetheart to hearts about the real stuff in life and laugh a little along the way with some spicy takes because let's be honest, life is better when it's a little bit sweet and a little bit spicy. So grab a cup of coffee or a sparkling water and kick back or join us from the gym or on a walk. We can't wait to chat with you about anything and everything from the sweet to the spicy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sweet and Spicy podcast. Um, Today, we are tackling the topic of dating. Yes. A very hot topic, a very highly searched topic. Mm -hmm. Actually, we were talking with a friend recently, and they told us that the most searched topic on our church's website is dating. Yep. So... You guys are dying to talk about it, dying to learn about it, and we want to bring it to you. Yes. So we want to kick it off today um, just talking about our experiences, some things we've learned along the way, um, and of course, we'll wrap it up with some sweet and spicy takes at the end. But we wanted to start off just talking about our personal experiences with dating. So Kristen, give us your personal experiences of dating. What was it like for you? Okay. Well, to clarify, I'm currently married, so it's been a minute, but I would describe my time dating as long and strong. (laughs) I think I only went on maybe six first dates ever, like not very many first dates ever. Yeah, six total first dates. I think I went on six first dates since January. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, I, I just, you know, had a few and, you know, very loyal. So when I'm in it, I'm in it, in it for the long haul. So learned a lot about like long-term relationships. But what's funny is my husband was totally different. He had a ton of first dates, lots of very short relationships, but yeah, lots of other weird things. I was, dating was like so nerve wracking for me. Like I, even thinking about it, I'm nervous right now. (laughs) (laughs) Sweaty palms. Yes. Yes. I couldn't eat the meal on the first date. Like I legitimately was so nervous. I was not hungry. And you're that girl. I was that girl. And even on me and my husband Preston's first date, I don't know if you know this, I wrote a note on my phone with like 20 questions. <laughs> so if we ran out of things to talk about, I could just be ready with like a perfect question. Uh, he didn't notice, but I told him later. Um, I was also like just really set on wanting to date right. Like I'd seen a lot of wrong ways to date. So in college, I was like obsessed, even though, again, I barely dated in college. Let's be clear. i Again, six total first dates in my whole life. So I like didn't really date in college at all, but I just wanted to learn how to do it right and like all the best strategies. I read books on dating, just like I'm a weirdo, but that was me and dating. This is so funny (laughs) because I feel like that is totally opposite of your personality. That seems more like something I would do. Yes, like calculated. Calculated. And you're much more generally go with the flow in life than I am. So it's very funny. That that is your, that was your dating personality. Kind of off-brand, yeah. I am the total opposite, (laughs) which I think is really funny. So I am currently in the dating scene, Mm -hmm. currently single. So I haven't been successful yet, (laughs) but it's fine. I think um, I love going on first dates, actually. I think Mm -hmm. it's so fun to meet people. I love getting to meet new people, figuring them out. What are they into? Um... I've been on more first dates than I could count. I would really have to sit down and think hard, especially in the last few years. I feel like Mm -hmm. I've just become really open to 
meeting someone that I've never met before, being set up on blind dates. I was talking with a friend the other day and she was like, hey, my sister knows this guy. Um, And she was asking if you would be interested in going out with him. And she was like, oh yeah, Jamie's always down to meet new people and go on a first date. (laughs) So I think that must be my new mantra. Mm. Um, But I think something I've learned recently is that dating is supposed to be fun. And this is maybe a spicy take, Mm -hmm. but I think sometimes people make dating too serious, too fast, Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be fun. You get to meet someone new, figure out if you want to keep getting to know them. And so you might also get a free dinner out of it. True. As Phoebe Buffay would say, girls got to eat. That's right. (laughs) Don't take that as advice. I'm just quoting Phoebe. There's a friend's quote for pretty much everything. I'm convinced. True. Okay. So real talk. Um, What do you wish that someone would have told younger you about dating and maybe about your overanalyzing of dating? (laughs) What do you wish someone would have told you? Yeah, probably just relax. (laughs) It's okay. Just kidding. I mean, yeah, truly. But um, yeah, I think I really had to learn along the way because I was so stressed out about it and wanting to do it right and probably like obsessing with it. Probably unhealthy. Probably just like really wanted to be with someone and be married and probably like from an unhealthy place, like wanting that more than anything. Um, But I don't know, as I was exploring it, obviously, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're Christians and that's a big, you know, the biggest part of our lives. And so as I was like exploring dating and praying about dating, like, why is it so complicated? The Bible doesn't say anything about dating. Like, God, what even is the point of dating? Like, what is a positive dating experience and what is negative? Like, I don't understand. And uh, for me, I feel like I learned eventually that if we are people who are supposed to glorify God, God created us to bring Him glory. And we can do that in so many different ways, so many different designs. And specifically with dating, I realized like God would want to bring me with someone who together we could glorify God more together than apart. And so just to realize like dating isn't about like completing me or like even fulfilling me. Um, It's about looking for somebody who could partner with me in pursuing God and becoming the best versions of ourselves that reflect God more. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't want me to date someone that takes away from my life, but only would add to my life. So I wish my younger self would have known that earlier on. That's really good. Would have saved some mistakes. Okay, I have a question for you about that. Yes. How did you balance? Because I think that's really good Mm -hmm. and really helpful big picture to think through when you're thinking about dating. Mm -hmm. Um, But how do you balance that Mm -hmm. with still keeping it light and fun? Because it could be easy for that to feel too serious or too in your head about dating. So how did you balance wanting to keep the big picture in front of you, but also keeping it light and fun. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's that's so hard. I think, I think we'll get into this a little bit more later too, but I think for that to be like the backdrop, like I'm looking for somebody who I can learn about, grow with, who will eventually partner with me in becoming our best selves for the glory of God. And for that to be like a filter, but not be like every conversation that we ever have. And, you know, you really can't determine any of those things about someone until you get to know them. And dating is for getting to know people. So I feel like for that to be like the backdrop and the filter was helpful. But, yeah, it can't be like the literal every conversation you ever have. Yeah, every date can't be the 
deepest dive, peeling back all the layers. Like if you are trying to get there before you know what their parents' names are or their roommates' names or their friends' names, alert, alert, something's wrong here. Yes, too much, too fast. Yeah. So again, my, my experience was long and strong. So I didn't have a lot of those like early on getting to know you times, but I think, and then the other thing I wish I would have told myself, and actually our friend Jane Worsham gave me this advice one summer. Um, when you're in a longer term relationship and you're fearful of like, is this going to work out? Is this it or not? To just have the mindset and the prayer of like, even if God takes this away or blows this all up tomorrow, would I still be okay? And keeping myself in check of like, am I still a whole and healthy person apart from this relationship? And am I complete and satisfied in me as a person and my relationship with God and not relying on this relationship to be everything for me? And just being able to be open-handed is just hard. But to in in those long-term relationships where you feel the need to like cling or decide what's going to happen to just be open-handed and to say, would I be okay? Or even pray, God, even if you blow everything up tomorrow, like I'll still be okay. I wish younger Kristen would know that. Probably would have helped me chill out some. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good though, because I think it's easy to feel like in dating, there's so much pressure or it yes. can feel that way, even yes. if that's not true, yeah. whether that comes from you or your friends mm-hmm. or well-intending people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there can be a pressure that just doesn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. So true. What about you? What would you tell your younger self? Oh, so many things. I would have helped her avoid a lot of blunders. Um, (laughs) But I think one of the biggest things I would want to tell my younger self is that dating is gray. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is I'm a pretty black and white person, like Mm -hmm. all in or all out. (laughs) And I can make decisions. I'm the kind of person who could go on a first date with someone and be like, "Mm, nope. He was weird. He had weird hair. (laughs) Bye. And um, I think I've had to learn that dating is gray. So you can meet someone on a first date and not have the best time, but push through that discomfort and go on a second date and see were we both just nervous. And it was weird because we were nervous and I had something in my teeth and he didn't tell me or you have no idea. A first date is a trial run. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it's not a terrible disaster, then give it another try instead of being so in or so out when you don't really know anyone. Mm -hmm. I have been on a lot of first dates in my younger years where I was like, no, bye. You're dead to me (laughs) Uh, for no good reason. Mm -hmm. And so I think there were a lot of guys that I didn't give a chance because I made a quick judgment. Mm -hmm. And some of them were right, and some of them might not have been. Um, And then I think something else I would tell myself is that dating and relationships will not fix your problems. I think it's really easy to think, ah, well, if I was just dating someone, then I wouldn't feel insecure. Mm -hmm. Or if I was just dating someone, then I could have a date for all these things that all my friends have a date for or have someone else to go with them too. Like if I was just dating someone, you can fill in the blank with whatever your grass is greener Mm -hmm. scenario is. And it's just not true. Like, I think I believed that for a long time. Like if I could just then, and every time I get to the end of that, the same insecurities that are on a deeper level keep coming up. Mm -hmm. 
And it drives a wedge in the relationship with whoever I was with. And it made me weird, you know, like ghosting people, not answering their texts or phone calls. Mm -hmm. And then I was living into this like self-fulfilling prophecy of, oh, well, they're going to break up with me. Mm -hmm. But I actually was the one who caused that because Mm -hmm. I was scared or insecure, but couldn't voice those insecurities to God, to my friends or to the person I was dating. And so then it just created like a huge mess. Mm -hmm. And so I think something I wish I would have told myself is like, it won't fix your problems. And also when you're freaking out, you should talk about it instead Mm -hmm. of just keeping it in your head because everyone is freaking out and dating. It's really weird and unsettling and you're committed, but you're not committed. Mm -hmm. And you're just trying to navigate a lot of different life things with someone that you don't know that well Mm -hmm. at first. So yeah, that's so good. Isn't it crazy to think like, a lot of us are tempted to believe, like, if I just have someone to date, if I just have a relationship, if I just get married, like, it will fix all these things. But actually, sometimes, like, dating out of that could cause more problems. Like, it will probably highlight your insecurities, or maybe you'll get yourself into an unhealthy relationship, or you make a lot of compromises. Just, it's so hard. Life is tensions, but yes. I feel like it's the pitfalls of, like, we could be, like, overly eager or overly fearful. Yes. And it's hard to live in the middle. Yes. And I wish someone would have told me too, like, you should focus on growing personally yeah. in your own depth, in your own maturity, in your own passions, desires, your relationship with God, mm-hmm. and put effort towards that. It's like putting money in a savings account. Mm-hmm. When I first started working, I was like, I'm rich. I have so much money. And then I would just spend it all every month. Mm-hmm. And then I had no savings. Mm-hmm. But then I started putting little bits into my savings every month and it added up over time. And I think that's the same way with like personal growth and development. Mm-hmm. I wish someone would have just said, Jamie, you are not the kind of person that someone wants to date right now. Mm-hmm. You need to do some personal work. Mm-hmm. And I did have people who said that to me. I just didn't listen. (laughs) Um, But I think that is a huge thing I would tell myself. Like, listen to the people who are trying to help you grow personally because that's ultimately for your good, for your life, Mm -hmm. not just for this hot guy that you're interested in right now. Yep. So real. Yeah, there's this quote that we've both talked about a bunch called, like, be the person you're looking for is looking for. Yes. So we're all guilty of, like, obsessing over who our Prince Charming dream man, you know, men do the same, obviously, opposite. But, gosh, it's just so easy to be like, oh, I think I'd like this kind of person. And I wonder if they're this kind of person. And just be looking at the world, scoping and hoping, as some people say. But, Yeah, what if we took what Jamie said and, like, actually put that focus onto, like, who can I become in this season? And who do I want to be be able to offer that person someday? And how, in the waiting, how can I become the person that I want to be? Because not only will that, like, bless my own walk, my own life, but could potentially bless that other person on the other side. And Yes, it's so easy to think of yourself as Mary Poppins and dating, practically perfect in every way. (laughs) (laughs) And totally unaware of your flaws and very aware of the other person's flaws. Mm -hmm. But they're also thinking that they're practically perfect in every way. So (laughs) you got to work on, you got to be able to recognize your Mm -hmm. own shortcomings and flaws Mm -hmm. and have other people in your life who are able to share that with you because it's going to come up Mm -hmm. and it comes up in friendships. So Mm -hmm. of course it would come up in a dating relationship. Yeah. That's so good. 
I also think that for online dating, for meeting someone at work or in your city or in class, we both would say we have some general thoughts and wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, So what would you say is the greatest jewels of wisdom that you've picked up about dating along the way? So good. Um, Yeah, as we were prepping for this, you know, I just don't have much online dating experience. So But as we kept talking about it, I was like, all this stuff applies to like online and traditional dating. Like all of these things apply to both. So the first thing I would encourage you to do, and I already kind of talked about this, but would be to check your heart. Like before you enter into a dating relationship, check your heart of like, why am I seeking this out? Am I in a healthy place to start a relationship? Um, do I, am I like confident in who I am and feel complete in who I am apart from a relationship? I mean, you know, not to get too call out, but like, has it been a few weeks since your last relationship? Or are you, are you trying to get back at somebody who hurt you? Or are you trying to prove that you are likable? Like, those are really sad things, but like, let's be honest, a lot of us have felt that before um, and enter, look for a relationship out of the wrong, unhealthy place. So just check your heart. Are you content as you are? Um, or are you doing this to like fill a need that it just won't fill? Um, this is really practical one, but like in, when you're in a relationship, um, I think it's really hard to navigate time spent together. I think some people like hardly spend any time together and don't really get to know each other really well. Or some people spend so much time together. It's like their primary time use is time with the person they're dating, which can be harmful. So something that was really helpful for us is to have like a weekly connection point, like one weeknight or half of a week weekend that uh, was set aside for us to connect. So that way, if I was really anxious about like, are we going to see each other or not? Like, I know that we'll have time together later. So I don't have to worry about when we're going to see each other. Just And it gave freedom to like not spend as much time together because I knew that we had a time for that. So that was a really helpful tip for me. Yeah, I think that's helpful. And just like, your time together should progress the more t- yeah. the longer time that you've been together in a relationship. So mm-hmm. if you've been together for five years and you never see each other, that's probably an issue. Mm-hmm. But if you've been together for three days and you're seeing each other 72 hours, you haven't left each other's side, then like that would also be something to yes. check out. It should progress in a healthy way. Totally. Length and- of relationship an amount of time should progress together. Yes, totally. Dating is so much about pace. But yeah, I mean, if you're in the middle of it and you're in a new relationship and you spend all day, every day together, it probably feels great right now. But what's hard is like you might be sacrificing hobbies that give you a lot of life and friendships that give you a lot of life. And you might find yourself consumed in something that's about to burn out. Like you might lose that relationship and then find yourself with nothing. So that that's the danger of not pacing yourself um, is the warning. But yeah, that, that was another thing I want to talk about is just pace in general, like time spent together. But also it's so easy for people to like rush through a relationship or just like stall through a relationship. But I think it's so important to pace yourself and grow slowly in multiple ways. So like time spent together Um, spiritually is a big thing, like pacing yourself spiritually. Like, you know, if you're following Jesus and your dating partner is like your primary spiritual 
support, that's pretty dangerous um, because it could burn bridges with other friendships or you could lose that community you have, um, especially like so early on in the relationship. So pace your relationship spiritually, pace your relationship emotionally. I think some people want to reveal their heart right off the bat and then their heart gets broken because they gave everything away emotionally. That was me. Um, so to just be aware that you should pace yourself and, you know, the longer the relationship progresses, the more you can share your heart with them. Um, but it's like running a race. Like you don't want to burn out really fast. Um, you want to pace yourself and then even physically, that's a whole other conversation we get to get into, but you know, the quicker you get involved physically, the more attached you will be in other ways. And again, the relationship could burn out and cause more heartbreak, but just pace is so important. Um, and then the last thing I might say is to just don't force things. Like just don't force anything. I mean, on the other side, it's like don't expect it to be like rainbows and unicorns and like you're obsessed and in love like a movie right away. But like don't force yourself into relationship. Um, it, sh it shouldn't be that. Like if you find yourself controlling a situation to manipulate yourself into a relationship, there's good odds that it won't end well because you forced yourself into it. Um, or like if you're in this long relationship and it's just not working over and over, like, yeah, just watch out for where you're gripping for control and trying to make something work that isn't supposed to work. That's so good. I was thinking when you were saying that this spring and January, I met this really great guy, got set up on a blind date with him. And we went on, I think, seven or eight dates, mm -hmm. you know, about two, once a week, about two months worth of dates. And he was super nice. Mm -hmm. It just honestly wasn't there. Like mm -hmm. there was nothing on paper. It should have worked mm -hmm. perfectly. But in person, our personalities didn't really gel well together. Sometimes conversation felt really hard to have. And I wanted to give it a fair shake, but I also didn't want to force something that wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I had a really hard time determining that. It's hard. Like, yeah. am, I for am I trying to force this and make it be something that it's not? Or do I just need to give it a little bit more time? Mm -hmm. And ultimately, we decided this is really, it should work, but it's just not. Mm -hmm. And you're great and I'm great, but we just don't go together. And I think it was a really healthy way to navigate a relationship just to talk about it mm -hmm. instead of being like, oh, I don't know what he's thinking. This is what I'm thinking. If I say something, is it going to be weird? I just think generally it's helpful to talk about stuff. Mm -hmm. Just get it out there. Just get it out there. Mm -hmm. Because that's what relationships are. Like mm -hmm. all of the good friendships in your life, you have to talk about stuff. Mm -hmm. And ultimately dating and marriage is a really close friendship. Mm -hmm. And so... I think for me, that has been something that has been really important in the last year or so. Yeah, so good. What else would you say are some of the best things that you've learned about dating? I think something that has been immensely helpful to me is determining my values and deal breakers mm -hmm. and my personal boundaries when I'm not in a relationship. Yes. Because it's so easy when you've met someone who's attractive, who's, you know. You daydream meets, about them. Yes. They're Mary Poppins, yeah. practically perfect <laughs> in every way, to shift and to be like, oh, it's okay. Like, I can let this thing slide that maybe is really important to me. So I think for me, determining values, not just 
um, physical characteristics Mm -hmm. has been really helpful. Um, So I think some of my values are my faith and my relationship with Jesus is Mm -hmm. the most important thing in my life. So I also want that to be something that a person I would date would share. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, does he have good friends? Does Mm -hmm. he have people who love him and care about him and speak highly of him? Um, I think you learn a lot about a person by who they surround themselves with. Um, and then like, do we have fun together? Mm -hmm. Is it fun to hang out and to spend time? Mm -hmm. Um, because ultimately I think that matters and it doesn't mean that we have to be the same. It's just, do we enjoy doing things together? And also what are things that I'm willing to sacrifice and bend on? So I mentioned this before, but I'm really not that outdoorsy. Mm -hmm. But I'm not saying that I wouldn't date someone who is outdoorsy. Mm -hmm. I would sacrifice on that because it's not a character. Hmm. That's an interest Mm -hmm. issue, not a character issue. And interest issues can be kind of moved around. But character things are really hard to change. Mm -hmm. And so I never want to be in a relationship with someone that I'm trying to change who they are or them trying to change who I am. Yeah. Or compromise what you know you need yes. in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. So I think to have that settled yeah. before, it just helps me evaluate, is this a kind of person I would like to continue getting to know mm-hmm. or not? Yeah. I was single for all of college pretty much. And it really made me think about like, what are those values? Like, what are those things? And I really felt inspired to like look at the Bible and see what God has to say directly about what to look for. And, you know, is, this is really petty, but like, is physical attraction important? And like, is personality important? And, you know, at the end of the day, you can make things work with a lot of different people. You've probably dated a lot of different kinds of people. I've dated different kinds of people and you can see compatibility, you know, whether someone's shy or extroverted or um, really busy or slower pace. But, you know, what does the Bible say? And there was just some things in there that really stirred in me? Like, do they love other people well? Do they challenge you? Do they like lead you somewhere and encourage you? Do they build you up? Just these things that the Bible says that love is. And for me, that was so clarifying to look for that instead of like height measurements and evaluating how attracted I was to them. And I do think physical attraction is important. I will say that. Is it number one? Probably not, but definitely not. But I think that can grow over time that's a whole tangent. But yeah, I think it's just so helpful for, it was helpful for me to know what I, what was like good to look for and like validated to look for and what was healthy to look for and what wasn't just like me romanticizing and like creating a romantic movie of what, you know, I wanted him to like have a meet cute and like drop flowers on my doorstep, you know, just like stuff that doesn't matter. Totally. At the end of the day. Yeah, I think what you're saying is so true because all of those physical traits and characteristics can can and will change over time. Oh, yeah. When you marry those physical qualities, they'll probably disappear in 10 (laughs) years or so. You don't know. But the other things that you're talking about, the character traits are unlikely to change. Yes. Um, And so I think if there is something and you're dating someone and you're like, there's this really big character flaw that's concerning to me, you should pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that you're being overly picky or not giving them a chance, but you have to really evaluate, is that something 
that they're showing progress and changing mm-hmm. because no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something else for me. Like, do they have patterns of growth and change yeah. in their life? Mm-hmm. And when there are areas that need to grow and change, do they have habits that lead them mm-hmm. towards that? And if they do, then that gives me faith that, okay, no matter what comes your way, mm-hmm. you are the kind of person who knows when you've fallen short, looks to God mm-hmm. to grow and change and actually can take action mm-hmm. towards those things. So Yeah, we've had friends say at the end of the day, all you need to know is can they repent, which is a very Christian word, but basically can they admit when they're wrong, apologize, and seek change? Yep. Like if they can do that, you can make it through decades together. It's really true. Because it's a whole lot of that in marriage. Yes. Um, I think a few other things I would say is I kind of communicated this earlier, but you should hang out with them in person Mm -hmm. because I think we can hide behind our screens and digital communication of texting and a lot of people that I know now, it's really scary to pick up the phone and call someone. Mm -hmm. And so then actually meeting someone for dinner or coffee or drinks is extremely scary and nerve wracking, but your real life happens in your real life. Mm-hmm. even though we, we have screens and we use them to communicate and technology is a huge gift and blessing. I couldn't have worked for the last six months <laughs> oh, if I didn't does. have access to technology, yeah. but it's just never equal to in-person human interaction. Mm-hmm. So like gestures and demeanor yes. and comfortability, like all that stuff you just can't read. Nope. Over tech. Yeah. I just want to take a minute too to acknowledge anybody who's listening who like isn't going on dates or hasn't been asked on a date maybe ever or maybe in years. And maybe this conversation makes you feeling uncomfortable or feel like you're missing out. And I just want you to know that that is okay too. Like it's a beautiful place to have the freedom to just grow personally and focus on growing in your character and your relationship with God. Um, So I just want to say it's also okay not to date. Absolutely. This is just for people who are dating. We want to speak to you and people who will date at some point. But if you're not dating, there's nothing wrong with you. No, there's absolutely not. And I think it's really easy to feel like there is. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think if you're not dating and you want to be dating, like take an inventory of your life. Like, am I growing personally, like Kristen Mm -hmm. was saying, or are there... Am I putting myself out there to meet people and to say, hello, I am available. Mm -hmm. Um, And just because you do that doesn't mean that you're going to be dating, but Mm -hmm. that is something you can do Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. create opportunities. Because I realized about two years ago, I was like, oh, I really like to be dating someone, but no one is asking me on any dates. Mm -hmm. And we live in a small town. There aren't a lot of single eligible bachelors who are my age. So again, if anyone has uncles, brothers, cousins, (laughs) hit a sister up. Um, But I was like, I am not putting myself in a position to make it known that I would like to be dating someone. And so I created an online dating profile. Has it been that successful? No. Is it good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just putting it out there to any of my friends, like, hey, if you know someone, I'd love to be set up. Yeah. Um, But again, I think like that has come from a place of being like, my worth and value is not determined by my dating or marital status. I have a full life that I love, that I am so content with. And um, I could talk so much more about 
singleness yes. and what that's like and the gifts of that. And maybe at some point we'll do an episode on that. But yeah. um, I agree with Kristen, like mm-hmm. your life is valuable, whether you are dating someone or not, and you have great things to bring to all parts of your life, friendships, yeah. work, school, all of it. Passions. Yeah. And it's win-win by putting yourself out there you know, like maybe you make a new best friend. Maybe you meet a whole new group of people that you never thought, like just being willing to show up and be present and open to all kinds of relationships. It's like, what do you have to lose? Yes. Um, Okay. We want to wrap up with some sweet and spicy takes. So Kristen, take it away with a few of your spiciest dating takes. Ooh, okay. This is kind of goes along with what I was saying, but spicy take, there are no unicorns. You are not going to meet the perfect Prince Charming. Everyone has flaws. Don't expect them to be perfect. There's not a unicorn. Don't have unrealistic expectations. Be the person you're looking for is looking for and go with that. Yes. I think mine would be... Um, let's hang out does not equal dating <sighs> or in a relationship. If there hasn't been a clarifier, you're not together. Oh my gosh. They're not your boyfriend. They're not committed to you. It's just not a thing. But as humans, it's really easy for us to be like, we went to coffee. We're together. You're not. No. Don't let them have you without commitment. Yes. And clarity. Yes. Mm, That gets me fired up. This is kind of along the same vein. This is a little bit of a touchier, spicy take. I'm not very good at spicy takes. But um, if you're dating, don't assume that you're, like, equal to a marriage. There are just some things about marriage and that commitment that if you enter into that while dating, you're at higher risk of losing if it doesn't work. And so to just be cautious of, like, what do I want dating to look like versus marriage to look like? And to protect those for what they are, enjoy the different seasons for what they are, but don't pretend like you're married when you're not. That's good. What would you say are some of your sweet takes about dating? Oh, um, I think it's just such a great opportunity to learn about yourself, to grow personally, and to trust God. It's a scary thing. Um, So just, again, learn to embrace where you're at. If you're single and not dating, embrace it. Enjoy the freedom. If you're dating, enjoy the mystery and the getting to know each other and the excitement. If you're married, enjoy that covenant and security. But yeah, just be content where you're at. Don't don't like be obsessed with what other stage you could be in. That's so good. I was actually going to say something pretty similar, just that dating and relationships do not define who you are. Mm. doesn't define your worth or your value. You can have, you can and should have a whole full life mm-hmm. that you love and that you invite other people into. And maybe that person becomes a significant other, becomes someone you date, maybe someone you marry. But at the end of the day, you want to have a life that you love. And for me, a life that honors God. And um, yeah, so I think just keeping that like, not in an individualistic way, like you do you, man, um, but in a way that has is secure and who you are, the ways that God has made you and the life that you've been given because we only get one life. Mm -hmm. And so um, we want to use it wisely and um, to enjoy it and live it to the full. So, Mm. and dating can enhance that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We always say, you know, a date is either a good date or a good story. (laughs) Make the most of it. Yes. (laughs) Okay. To finally wrap us up, just what is something fun that you've been into lately that you want to share with our listeners? Okay, so this is very off-brand, 
Um, but my roommate and I have been super into watching all the Marvel movies oh in chronological order. Wow. I've never been a big superheroes gal, but I'm obsessed with the storylines. I love Iron Man, maybe have a crush on him, <laughs> and super into it. Wow. Wow. Can't what say I've been you? there, but... Um, okay, I've, this is really simple, but I'm really into makeup, and so I just started getting an Ipsy box, which Ooh. just sends me, like, five products a month that I just get to try and play with, and it's been so fun just playing with makeup and products, and it's only, like, 12 bucks a month. Super fun. That is super fun. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us on the Sweet and Spicy podcast. We hope you took away something sweet and something spicy. Don't forget to follow us at Sweet and Spicy Podcast on Instagram for more updates.